Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a December 5th, Monday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host for today, Eric Garcia Gunderson, writer for BlazersEdge.com, writer for the of Colombian. Also write at other places sometimes as well. And welcome back to the show. If you'd like to advertise on this podcast, by the way, email us at lockedonblazers at gmail.com. That's where you can hit us up if you want to advertise on our show. So with that said, all the formalities out of the way. The Blazers started their five-game road trip tonight in Chicago. They did so on the right foot, and they got some help in the process. Al Farouk Aminu returned to the Blazers lineup, playing on a minutes restriction, and the Blazers win in his return, 112-110 holding off a late rally from the Chicago Bulls and surviving a rough third quarter to hold on for the victory. They really uh, played well in the first half and were up by eight at the end of the first half, but eventually their shots just weren't falling the same way. Uh, Alan Crabb, who was hot in the first half, he finished with 17 points, but scored only two points in the uh, second half. So he cooled off considerably, making things hard for the Blazers to hold on to the lead. But Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum were there as they normally are. Damian with 30 points on 11 of 24, shooting seven assists. C.J. McCollum, 24 points, five assists on 10 of 19 shooting. Ed Davis got the start tonight. As I mentioned, Alfaruk Aminu did return, but he did not start. Aminu did play 17 minutes. He didn't really, his shot still looked not good, but his defense was welcome to the Blazers, a a team that just did not have a, a whole lot of defense to speak of. They didn't really defend all that great tonight as a unit, but it looked like Aminu did help a little. And... Ed Davis w- w- was in the starting lineup tonight. I think that was in part because the Bulls dominated the Blazers so much on the glass in the previous meeting a couple of weeks ago here in Portland where the Bulls grabbed, I believe it was 67 rebounds 
Uh, and I think that was a franchise record or close to it for the Bulls. So the Blazers, having had that happen to them, they didn't out-rebound the Bulls tonight. They didn't They didn't do a better job on the glass. But they the Bulls didn't do as good of a job as they did against the Blazers. And... It was the Blazers just minimized uh, the advantage and and didn't allow them to just completely gobble up every single offensive board. That was a, a real reason why they lost when they were in Portland a couple of weeks ago, heading into the last road trip. And as I mentioned, now we have another uh, good start for the Blazers. On this road trip, which is, or I should say, not another good start, a first good start for the Blazers on a road trip that they've really had this year, their last road trip. I talked about on the last podcast how very different I feel like the Blazers were playing heading into this road trip, winning a couple of games, getting right at home before heading into the road trip, and then they win tonight. Uh, it wasn't pretty. It, the, the Bulls did a lot to, that gave the Blazers trouble. D. Wade had 23 points in the first half. Wade finished with 34 on the night. Jimmy Butler had uh, another solid game. 26 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Robin Lopez had 14 rebounds. Taj Gibson was efficient from the field, but it surely helped the Blazers cause that tonight Jaron Grant played like Jaron Grant and uh, was, was human. And I mentioned in the podcast after the last game and, and several times after that Grant outplayed Lillard in, in that last matchup. And tonight Lillard certainly rectified that, that he, he had 30 points uh, and seven assists just really, really delivered tonight for the Blazers, he and McCollum both, but I think Lillard really answered for not having a very good game against Jaron Grant last time and uh, really just completely outplayed him. So uh, good on Lillard. Also had a a, a dive for a loose ball late in this game that uh, kind of helped seal this win. Obviously, the Blazers only escaped by two, but that was because Jimmy Butler hit a three-pointer at the buzzer. But it was tight there for a little bit, it, and uh, Lillard got a, a loose ball late, and, and that helped Portland kind of stop the Bulls from being able to get in front and wrestle that lead away that Portland had worked to get in the first half uh, with a really good second quarter. Blazers, for the second night in a row, really having a good second quarter, and uh, they've actually been a pretty good second quarter team this year. It's been the first quarters that have been an issue for the Blazers. Uh but, but but they they get a victory and they've won three straight now and depending on what happens uh it's 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 going on right now it's still in the first half in Los Angeles the Lakers and Jazz whatever happens in that game uh if the Jazz lose that game the Blazers would be tied with Utah uh for 7th in the West so uh they were hanging out they they were out of the playoff picture for a brief moment but uh, Blazers are back in it and and could be moving up, depending on what happens down at Staples. But uh, I think this team is ready to potentially 
keep going. They play Milwaukee, and then they get Memphis, then they get Indiana, and the Blazers just pretty much wiped the floor with Indiana a couple of nights ago uh, at, at the at the Moda Center. I was there, and if you want to get to a game uh, he, this holiday season, during the NBA season, I think the best place for you to get tickets for a game as the NBA starts to heat up is through SeatGeek. The NBA season is back, and it's the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for games that you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being at the game for the biggest plays of the year, and with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the seats that you want for a great value, and SeatGeek has the best deals for every ticket in the house, wherever you want to sit, whether that's courtside, the club seats, or the upper level. It's super convenient. It's a really great app no matter where you are, no matter which city. It's on your phone. Download the app, and it's super convenient and helps you get the best tickets at the best prices for you for whatever game or concert that you want to go to. SeatGeek does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you get the best possible deal. And SeatGeek does all of the work so that you just save time and money to get the best tickets. And they want to help you get the most bang for your buck. So they grade every deal with their deal score that tells you what the best deals are. One is a bad deal. 100 is a good deal. So with all that said, the best part about SeatGeek is that my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. And to collect on that $20 rebate, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code, and enter promo code LOBLAZERS, and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOBLAZERS today. I think... The Blazers might be a good watch in the holidays. Just it seems like things are building towards something, and maybe call me uh, too much of an optimist. Uh, I'm ready to hear it, but I, I I do think this team is starting to play a little bit better, round into shape a little bit. They gave up 110 points tonight. They didn't have a good defensive rating. Aminu only played 17 minutes. Myers Leonard fouled out in 13 minutes. So I I get why you would want to say to pump the brakes, but this is a, a good opportunity here for the Blazers to just make up a little bit of ground on the teams that are just in their same vicinity, really. They, they really don't belong around the Lakers. I think, I think soon they'll start to separate themselves from, but you know, maybe not. The Lakers just keep on winning, and the the Jazz have hung around. They've had some health issues, um, as, as they normally do. Uh, and, and Memphis uh, won tonight against New Orleans in a double overtime. But without Mike Conley, can't really say that you can expect Memphis to be the same team that uh, started off the season extremely well was in fourth for a little while is still in fifth uh or sixth excuse me uh in the west but i think it's going to be hard for them to sustain that without conley and so portland and portland plays them on this trip and they won in memphis so uh portland has a really good chance here to make up some ground on the teams 
in the West that they have a, 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 a real chance, I think, to, to track down. The Clippers have really cooled off a little bit here, um, but I, I think they've shown what they can do. But, you know, Portland really wanted to be a top seed, really sees themselves as potentially being a Western Conference finalist. And they, they have a really good opportunity here on this road trip to make up some ground for the road trip that I think was a little bit of a setback. The one where they lost at New York and they got absolutely torn apart by Cleveland and they were without Aminu. So they were just really shorthanded throughout that entire trip. And... I think this this could be a road trip where maybe they get some of that back. This is Milwaukee, who they are not a bad team. They're actually in the playoff picture in the East right now. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a matchup nightmare. The Blazers have had trouble against Milwaukee in the recent past. But that's a winnable game and one that they I, I believe that they should win if they believe that they are the team that they say they are. And uh, they, they've they been a much better team uh, recently. The bench guys have started to really play well. Turner, in particular, uh, just looks more comfortable. He's shooting the ball better. And I th- he's handling the ball uh just a lot more. I think the offense is starting to revolve a little bit more around him and his shooting percentage is back. It's almost at 41 now. And it was around 35, uh, right around, uh, mid November. And so he, he's starting to really pick up his game. And I I think the Blazers are also starting to get just a better understanding of how to, uh, play off of Turner and how to really use him in the best way. And he's been much better at getting the ball in the pick and roll. I, I think he's really uh, developed good chemistry with guys like Myers Leonard. I think he's been good at finding Crab. I think he's been good at picking his spots to kind of take over or t- picking his spots to maybe go for a, a pull-up in transition. Tonight in the, in, in the early fourth quarter, he was actually – uh, very strong, helping them kind of get out of a rut that they were in in the third quarter. And, or And in, in that early fourth quarter, Turner really was a, a driving force behind them getting the lead back. And so he's starting to round into shape. And if he's starting to round into shape, then this team can maybe get moving a little bit. And now with the Minu, I, I – I, this is what was interesting tonight, uh, how how they brought Abinu back. I wonder how long they're going to go with it. I, I have a I have a feeling that it was just a, a, a matchup situation tonight, or uh, it, it was either matchup or just the minutes restriction. But that lineup, which I don't believe that we saw tonight with Aminu, Harkless, Plumley, Lillard and McCollum is a really solid lineup for this team and has been uh, probably their best lineup. The the lineup with with Plumlee and Davis, they have really gotten on the glass, and and that's something that this team needed to do, and it's a lineup that has been uh, 
successful enough to let it continue. But I, I do think that this team is at its best when they go back to that starting lineup. And I think that once Aminu and his restrictions are, are no, once Aminu no longer has restrictions on how many minutes he can play, I, I, I think that's when uh, we'll see the return to the normal lineup. Though I did like uh, some of the stuff that I saw from the uh, lineup tonight when, when Aminu was out there with the bench unit. Uh, I believe it was CJ, Turner, Crab, Aminu, and Myers Leonard. And that lineup had actually seen the floor, but only for three minutes prior to this game. They they played eight minutes tonight. They had a positive net rating uh, and just really shot the lights out. Uh, in this in this game, and I, I think a, a lineup like that uh, has potential to be dangerous for the Blazers and dangerous in a good way, in, in a way that some of their lineups haven't been. And maybe there's uh, a little bit of a calculus going on with Terry Stotts right now. I wouldn't be surprised about maybe flipping, maybe trying to get Aminu more minutes with that group. I don't know. If that's a consideration, but uh, I'm I'm curious to see how they go about that because a spacing lineup around Turner is, is might be the way to go for for those bench units to help them go, and if you can get if you can sub Aminu out maybe a little earlier. Than, than normal, get Davis in there and, and try and have him bang on the boards and, and do something of, of that nature, uh, that would be interesting. I don't think that he's going to go that far with this starting lineup. I think it, it kind of played into Portland's hands that they were playing Chicago tonight. But it would be interesting if if, if that type of thought was something going through Stotts' head. But uh, I, I do think... The template could be the same for success with Turner out there. And the problem is is that you can only play Aminu so many minutes without overworking him. And that's the great thing about a player like Aminu is that he fits in so many contexts. But it it was kind of fun to watch that tonight. They played extremely well offensively, as I said. They shot sixty, almost sixty-two percent from the field, seventy-five percent from three. They gave up a ton, you know, they gave up a lot of points, uh, even though they scored a lot of points. But it was it was fun to watch, and 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 they. I would like to see that maybe a little bit more. Uh, who knows if we'll get to see it. Maybe if Aminu continues to play with the restriction, uh, maybe that's a lineup that they'll go to. Obviously, it's probably not the ideal form that this team will take, but uh, kind of fun to see that that group. And it's definitely an effective second unit. I think at least while he is on a minutes restriction, having a, a player of Aminu's caliber, especially defensively coming off the bench, is it, just a major plus for this team and will help them along this road trip. They, they will have a better chance to win games with Aminu on the floor. They just will. And 
uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to when he no longer has restrictions. But I think the time with him in there, maybe the Blazers see something and maybe they do something like go with Jake Lehman at, at the four and, and and really try and space it out when uh, the, the starters aren't in the game. And, and, I, and I get that the, the problem here is how you find minutes for Ed Davis. And you've got to find minutes for Ed Davis. So maybe playing him with the starters is the way you do it. But uh, really interesting questions now. Because Stotts now is back to having... Now that Aminu's back, which is definitely better than not having Aminu, going forward, it's going to be interesting to see how they juggle the rotation how many minutes Davis gets, who he gets them with, how they kind of play with these bench units, because there's not enough minutes for everyone, I don't think. Uh, at least the way they're just having. So we'll see uh, how this goes. But um, I, I think it'll work out just fine. I think Stotts is a really smart coach, and we'll figure out a way to use all these guys in the best way possible. Uh just going to be interested. I'm just interested to see as a, a, a as a observer, as someone who covers this team, who follows this team, who lets you know. I think that's the next interesting wrinkle to watch out for with this team because I think we know right now. I think they're going to continue playing well. I think they're going to continue getting better defensively, and I think they have the type of schedule right now that could. Uh, lead them to some wins and, and, and make their record even better. Uh, but it's not that easy. They've got to figure out how to fit everyone in again. And Aminu makes their defense better. You got to get them on the court and Davis makes the rebounding better and helps their offense with his offensive rebounding. So how they go about finding time for those guys, who's the odd guy out, um, that's that's an interesting conversation, and we know it's not going to be Evan Turner. We know it's not going to be Alan Crabb. Those guys uh, are paid a lot of money, and those guys uh, are are important parts of this team. So they're they're not going to get benched. They're they're going to play. Uh, I think it's a, it's a situation in the front court right now. Who's getting those minutes? I don't see Von Lay at all being a factor in there. Uh, it, it, it's really interesting right now because the the Blazers are in a good spot. But uh, I guess this is a good team problem. And before, they just had bad team problems. So uh, Blazers win their third straight game on Monday night against the Chicago Bulls, 112-110. Damian Lillard with 30, CJ McCollum 24, Alan Crabb 17 points. Evan Turner big down the stretch. Uh, He had 10 points and 4 assists on the evening. Blazers are back Wednesday in Milwaukee, former stomping grounds of one Terry Stotts, used to coach the Bucks, so something of a homecoming for Stotts in Milwaukee on Wednesday, Blazers get a day off in between, uh, and it's a short trip to Milwaukee from Chicago, so uh, they'll probably get enough time to rest. And they've earned it. Blazers win it. And that's going to do it for this evening's episode of Locked On Blazers. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn FM. Leave us a five-star review. Tell your friends. If you want to advertise with us, send us an email to LockedOnBlazers at gmail.com. And send in your Twitter questions to the same email if you'd like. Also tweet at us at LockedOnBlazers. You can tweet at me at Eric underscore Gunderson where I tweet about the NBA and tweet out my pieces and sometimes talk about the Oregon Ducks and the fact that our football team doesn't have a coach and all that stuff. So keep coming back. Keep listening. We appreciate it. And we'll be back soon. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.